Sam Liu, and I am the uh, co-founder and uh, CEO of Everyday Action. And I'm Hillary Cohen, and I am the co-CEO and founder of Everyday Action. So what inspired you to found Everyday Action? Um, sure. Well, Sam and I both have been working on film sets um, for over a decade, um, almost 15 years now. And um, both of us have seen a lot of waves get thrown out, but as I'm sure most can relate, we never really had time to stop our career or life to kind of sit back and think about it. Um, and in COVID, um, you know, television production shut down for about nine months and Sam and I both were kind of at this stop we had never really had before. Um, in COVID, I started um, aggressively selling face masks. I think I sold like 5,000 of them and I had all these sew-a-thons and um kind of leading this day-to-day -day of service um really just kind of changed my life a little bit um i didn't really want to go back to just like the humdrum of life um right. and the food being thrown out really has something that's uh, always bothered me um i remember my very first uh film set i was on um it was like four o'clock in the morning they were serving breakfast and it was like you know just a maserati and all these fancy cars and trucks just rolling past homeless encampments and shooting around them and just having all this gourmet food and then throwing it out and it was just so odd that we couldn't serve the community that we were kind of impacting every day um and throughout our career we just kept asking you know why is this food thrown out and people just you know were really afraid of being sued or what would happen to them which i also think is an odd question uh to look at um why is helping someone uh that it might impact you, um, something you don't want to do. Um, but anyways, living this life of service kind of uh, inspired um, me to keep going. Um, and so I kind of wanted to figure out how to figure out uh, this problem with food waste that um, film sets had. So uh, Sam and I sat down in a very COVID-friendly backyard, socially distant way, as friends do. <laughs> Um, and started talking about it and just both kind of decided that we really wanted to make some active change. So we had this crazy idea that the two of us were going to start, you know, some sort of company that picked up the food from film sets and how we were going to do that. We didn't quite know. Um, but Sam and I both uh, work as um, assistant directors to kind of plan logistics. And we felt like we had this inside scooped the business and we got a giant cooler from Walmart that I fit in <laughs> and away we went that you fit yeah. in wow. oh yeah I physically some like garden no we had um like the dishwashing gloves because we you know it was like mid-pandemic so there was like no PPE so we had all like hand sewn masks and uh garden gloves or dishwashing gloves as <laughs> our protective equipment <laughs> and we did it we did we reallocated one of the first shows to come back in COVID and we figured out how to do it ourselves because we did it ourselves and yeah <laughs> but we always knew that like taking on the liability ourselves was worth it you know it was one of the first things we talked about when we talked about forming uh, everyday action and uh, we both looked at each other and we were like it's it's worth it for us it's worth it to help other people it's worth it yeah I agree <laughs> uh, so can you uh, explain the process sure so um 
A liability insurance is really what where it starts. I um, plan productions as the SAM. So I know that thinking about the trash is just one more thing you have to think about. And there's a lot of moving pieces that come and go in a phone production and letting someone come in just to pick up the trash is like a bit scary. Um, but that's all it is, is trash. So we're just trying to remind people that we're just trying to come in and pick up something that otherwise would be going in the trash can and help it to get to someone who can use it. Um, and we really want to help um, productions with their green footprint, not just paper, but helping people too. So we try to get um, productions to sign a contract with us, but we'll pick up food even if we don't have one. And that kind of covers production for the liability. So if anything were to happen, um, they, we would be at fault. But um, generally speaking, most people aren't angry for getting a free meal. So that idea is just a little silly. Um, so we have a team of reallocators. Um, some of them are volunteers. Some of them are employees. Our employees are um, background artists and production assistants uh, and stand-ins that are in between work or just need some more uh, work on top of the work they're already doing. And we pay them a day rate as long as, as well as a stipend for gas. Um, and we find that because we're um, production people who speak production, um, we flow pretty seamlessly. You know, all of our background and stand-ins know how to read a location sign. They know what a caterer is. And all of us aren't really concerned with who's on your set. We just want to pick up your salmon. So um, <laughs> our team of reallocators come in. We check in with the caterer about three hours before lunch. Um, we speak production, so we know that um, it can ebb and flow, uh, that you could say you're going to serve lunch at 12, and you might not serve lunch till 2, or you say you're going to serve lunch at 2, and it might suddenly be at 10.30 in the morning. Um, we're ready to ebb and flow with your school and we go pretty much 90 miles around Los Angeles. So that's from Santa Clarita to San Pedro every day. We cover, you know, five to 15 film sets, depending upon how many shows we have. And one volunteer can do up to four to five shows a day, depending upon their location. So sometimes we'll have, you know, four shows in downtown that are within a half hour of each other. And that's just one person picking up all that food. Um, so it's really quite easy. We just come pick it up as soon as service is over, right before it's about to be tossed, um, package it up. The, the, sometimes the caterers give it to us in individually packaged meals. That's our preference because we like to go to encampments and fridges. Um, and then when we don't get that, we have catering trays. And maybe Sam can talk about where all of our lovely trays go. Our trays uh, tend to go to shelters or programs. Uh, we have one place uh, called Bridge to Home that does bridge housing. So before someone gets into permanent housing, they kind of have this bridge to housing. Uh, so we're, we have a lot of shows that are really near them. Uh, Santa Cruz is a really popular place uh, to shoot. So uh, we usually end up taking a lot of food there almost like five days a week. Most, uh, most months we're pretty steady for them. Uh, and we, you know, they serve the food themselves. They take it in. We have a few different places like that. The uh, San Fernando Valley uh, mental community mental health center. Uh, they also do the same thing. A lot of these places that will give food have like commercial kitchens. So they'll actually serve to uh, their residents or there's also a uh, hope of the Valley mission, which services the small, uh, the tiny homes, the pallet homes that they built uh, in North Hollywood and in the Valley. So they serve them uh, breakfast, lunch and dinner, I believe. So that's what we usually end up doing with our trays. There's also Midnight Mission Downtown, uh, as well as Feed Skid, which is a side project that would serve uh, on Tuesdays. So we 
we make sure that the food goes somewhere. <laughs> Either way, uh, no matter how it's given to us, we always find a place for it. And we try to donate as close to the set as possible. So if you're shooting in Santa Clarita, your food will be donated in Santa Clarita. We really try to donate back to the neighborhood that you're maybe impacting. Mm -hmm. So how has the feedback been in the, in actually both in the shelters and then because I looked at your website and you're working with a lot of big time productions too. How has that uh, feedback been? Actually, um, it's been, we feel like we've changed the dialogue in, in Hollywood. You know, in the beginning, um, there was like a little bit of fleck about what we do, but now people are kind of inspired and on board seeing that it works, seeing how easy it is. Um, we work with almost every major network now, which is kind of cool. We don't really have to reach out to shows. Um, and it kind of seems like people are starting to understand that this is much easier um, than they would have thought. Um, shelters in general are just um, very excited. Um, a lot of times they're skeptical that our food isn't from a professional kitchen. You know, I think that they get a lot of um, home cooks wanting to bring in food. So our first drop, they always kind of think they're going to get, you know, some kind of weird meal. But when we show up with huge trays of steak and grains and vegetables, and they see that we actually have delicious gourmet food from a film set, um, there it's like a total flip. And um, some of uh, the shelters we've donated to have been able to expand their service and to include lunch as well as dinner because we're able to contribute on such a regular basis. So it's cool because we're kind of like, when you donate to us, you're also donating to several other nonprofits and then their money goes further because they're not having to spend their dollars on food. They can put that money towards operational costs or whatever they might need. And plus, I, I feel like anytime I've dropped off at um, encampments and spoken to people, they're always really excited that it's fresh, hot food. You know, um, a lot of them have told me it stinks to like go to the shelters because they just get sandwiches and they can only eat so many sandwiches. Um, and I understand that as just a crew member, uh, you can only eat so many sandwiches. So having a hot meal um, and especially a beautifully catered food, hot meal is uh, just such a big treat for them. And you know, they're always really excited. So we have a lot of like really great feedback from places we drop as for, like as small as like an encampment to a larger shelter um, and great feedback from other crew members and producers and, you know, and sustainability uh, coordinators. Everyone's kind of seeing like, we just make it really seamless, you know, from start to finish. If you send us the paperwork, send us the call sheets, we ingest it ourselves. We send only um, specific details for driving. So no, uh, you know, no info about the actual show goes out. It all goes through us. So we send uh, the details ourselves. The drivers have the pickup, estimated pickup time, where they're going, any map attached, uh, a suggested drop-off and any other details. And then they coordinate with their contact and it's really seamless. It can even be done uh, contactless, which is what we were doing in the beginning when COVID was um, pretty intense. Uh, sometimes they would just text and our driver would roll up and it would be left right outside of a gate. They pick up and go. Uh, we can do it however is needed for a production. I think because we're so fluid, it really makes us um, kind of special because we're sitting in this weird gap, you know, like how did these big 
shelters get access to this food and we got access to the food we just need a place to go with it so right. uh yeah we're just uh i think we really have such a seamless process and i think that's why we've had such good feedback all around from who we drop to who we pick up to you know and other people who've watched us uh, grow How does it feel personally to see your vision making an impact already? Um, it really blows my mind. It it brings tears to my eyes on like a weekly basis. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna I, say we cry all the time. Yeah, it's like me and Sam's day to day life is really um, stressful, uh, and this just like provides such like an outlet that both of us need in our life. Um, and every story that comes in is so amazing. You know, it'll be like on my worst day and someone will send in like, oh, I saved 400 sandwiches and I took them to this shelter and they'll tell me a story about this person. Who, and it's like, okay, nothing else matters. Like this, right. this is great, you know? So um, I'm really inspired just to keep going. You know, it's like Sam and I pick up from, I say like the very surface of film sets, like we are with every um, company, but we certainly don't have any product, every production in Los Angeles yet. Um, we're working towards getting a food truck um, and really kind of getting every set in LA to just donate to everyday action and just changing the conversation about food waste. Um, the amount of food we save on a weekly basis can be insane. Sometimes it's upwards of 3000 meals a week and that's like from not very many sets. Wow. So it's inspiring to me because of how much food it is and seeing, I mean, once you give someone who's starving a meal, you'll never want to do anything else again. It's like, all you need to hear is some person say they're hungry and to feed them. And there's no question that this, it's just what needs to happen. So it has certainly changed my life. The way I think about people who are unhoused, the way I think about people who are struggling with food insecurity, um, they can really look like anybody. They can be anybody. Um, and to sit down and listen to that um, community. You know, there are people too, um, and everyone has a story. Even if someone is abusing the system and they're doing something that you might not respect, you don't know why they got there or what's happening in their life. So um, I just think sitting down and talking to the people that make up Los Angeles, which is almost 100,000 of them that are unhoused, um, yeah. is just important. So yeah, this has really changed my life and the direction I want to go and just um, mean, like makes it more fulfilling on a day-to-day -day basis. Yeah, absolutely. Same. I think it's also, uh, you know, for me, like I've had through COVID and I know a ton of people have as well. I've had a lot of like personal close loss and this has been like a lifeline to be able to help people instead of, you know, like being, um, paralyzed by your grief and, uh, there are so many people in need and to be a small part of just helping someone eat for that moment is really precious. Uh, I've met plenty of people who just handing them a meal was enough to get them through that day, you know, and um, yeah, it's, it's really life-changing to think that like, 
we don't always get to see the impact of like what we've done, but um, you definitely like feel it the minute you're a part of this process. It doesn't matter if you're dropping off at a shelter. You know, I've met people later who were like, oh yeah, I, you know, I had a really tough time I actually stayed at that shelter. And, you know, uh, you just, you don't realize like how far your reach is with something really small. And some days it feels like, you know, picking up, you know, like 900 grocery items that are just kind of thrown at you. Uh, sometimes you feel like a glorified trash person uh, doing this, <laughs> but, um, but then like you see the impact it has on someone just to like have a bottle of water on a hot day, you know, that is, that's just huge. You know, I, I watched this caterer who was really skeptical of us. So I had to do the run myself. We were on hiatus. So I did the whole run. He was very nervous about the whole process. Uh, he saw how easy it was and there was actually an encampment by my house. So I knew I'd already been dropping to these, uh, this little group uh, for a while. So they knew me and I rolled up and I have like steak and shrimp and all of this beautiful vegetables. And uh, one of the members, he looked at me and he was like, oh my gosh, I was so hungry. I was eating the stale cookie. And then you rolled up with this and they were, you know, everyone was so excited and so grateful. And I, um, I asked if I could take a photo to send to the caterer to show him like how happy everyone was. So I did. And the caterer was like, we never heard another peep for the rest of the run. He was so on board. He made sure we had leftovers every day, nicely packaged. So, um, you know, just to see every like to see that in some of the toughest times that people are still uh opening up their hearts you know and that they're still good in this like really crazy world and try and being a small part of it as it's just yeah it is it's life-changing it changes who you are from the inside out well i like what you guys also do with uh the website you have all the statistics about homeless uh, not only giving them food, how important is it to show people, you know, everyone's an individual, everyone's going through their own thing. And, you know, even if you just listen, you're making someone's day. Our website is designed by one of our board members, Stacey Beeman, who um, is so talented and has given us so much guidance in social media, but she really took um, what we do and made that entire thing herself designed it from the bottom up and I cannot say like thank you enough to her um, for our website I do think it's really beautiful and um, kind of reflects what we are and who we what we do and Sam and I um, really struggled putting everything together by ourselves at the beginning and it's so like to have a website that does properly reflect you so thank you for saying that and thank you Stacey if you're out there watching <laughs> yeah. thank you Stacey it's also, I think, um, one other thing about what we also do is, you know, we don't just reallocate food. We have been, we've had productions who have given us, you know, their set dressing, their props, and we find out what we can do with them. I think one of the craziest requests we got was um, what to do with, what was it, 1,500 pounds of ice or something? <laughs> so uh, we're also, it's interesting because we also like get to connect you know, people. So we figure out where can this go? So it's not wasted. 
We also have homeless kits. We do, um, I think we did almost a thousand kits our first year. We uh, partner with a nonprofit called Crafting Change um, that one of our board members um, is a CEO and founder of, and they craft, um, you know, for a cause. And they made us tote bags and uh, soap sacks and have really helped our efforts um, in passing out kits um, in addition to our meals. once we're like fully funded, we would like to pass out a kit with every meal, um, but we try to do um, kits in addition to our meals. So where do you wanna see the organization in the next uh, five or so years? We wanna have a food truck with a refrigerated van. Um, Steven, who's our number one employee, who's been with Sam and I from day one, who's really also the blood, sweat, heart and tears of emergency action. Oh, I picture Steven in that van running around, yeah. <laughs> filling it up with out of his Prius, his poor car gets full to the brim. Um, we have our food truck downtown, maybe two food trucks, you know, and every day we're just serving free meals out, thousands of meals a day, you know, not a week a day. Um, Cause that's really um, where this is headed. You know, we want every set in Los Angeles to use everyday action for it to just be a standard for food to stop being thrown out. Um, and then once we've gotten every film set, we kind of want to work with the school systems um, on their waste. You know, there's a lot of waste in LAUSD, um, especially in COVID. They send kids home with these packs that get thrown out. Um, you know, Sam and I can only take on so much, um, but we certainly want to expand out of film production in Los Angeles. And then we want to help move to other production hub cities. You know, we get a p- approached all of the time about Atlanta, New York, uh, New Orleans, Chicago, Boston. Um, San Francisco, all those big hubs that have production in them should all have an everyday action because it's very easy to take this gourmet food and give it to someone who needs it. And it can really help solve, you know, a minor skim of that. And then thirdly, we want to help solve the homeless crisis. You know, we want to help not just feed people, but rehabilitate them out of the unhoused and help um, with the bigger solving that bigger problem, right? Food is just part of that problem. And Sam and I fully understand that. We're not giving out a meal, assuming that it's gonna end someone being unhoused. This is just a resource we have and we're trying to figure out how to use it. But down the road, we definitely wanna be involved in that bigger conversation of how does someone become unhoused and then how do you help them become uh, housed again? How do you give them you know, mental health resources, physical resources um, and everything they need to no longer be living on the streets?